0: The difference yeah.
1: is that I can't give you any kind of, I can't drive that for you. I'm not going to tell you what you have yeah. to offer because that's price fixing and that's why lawsuits. Yeah. I can say, here's some MLS sheets, here's some history and some context, but this is a no way to, to tell you what to do. Yeah. It's just to give you some idea. It's completely up to you.
0: Welcome to Agent Success Podcast. If you're a real estate agent looking to succeed in today's crazy market, well, you're in the right place. Each week, we talk with successful real estate agents willing to share their expert insights, trade secrets, and mindset that help them to succeed. There's no fluff, just straight to the point content that prioritizes one thing above all your success. So without further ado, let's cut to the chase. Welcome to another edition of AgentSuccessPodcast.com. I am with a very special guest today. Miss Special Guest, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello. Well, hello, Liz. (laughs)
1: This is Liz Bowen. Um, I am employing broker and owner of Red Bow Realty a little boutique real estate company here in town where myself and nine other friends get to do real estate on the regular.
0: Wow. Get to do real estate. Yeah. Wow. I like that because there's so many licensed agents that don't get to do real estate.
1: Ah, And it is an honor yes. and a privilege to do so.
0: Yeah. So um, you say that you uh, own a little real estate company. What else do you do? I hear you're part of. Our local MLS. What what else do you do?
1: That I am. I got a lot of stuff going
0: on. Well, let's let's hear it. Let's hear. It. Just uh, give me a quick rundown. Uh,
1: I am um, an RSC board member. So that is Realtor Services Corp. Okay. Um, with uh, Pike Peak Association of Realtors, mm-hmm. and I've been doing that for a bit. I enjoy that quite a bit.
0: What what do you? What does a realtor do? Um, as part of RSC, because RSC is the MLS here in Colorado Springs, That's right? correct. It, it's the company that runs it. So as a realtor, you volunteer or you're voted into the position or what, what is that?
1: So as a board member, yeah. um, I was encouraged to apply and went through a process to um, okay. be approved to be a member of the board of directors for RSC, which is a wholly owned subsidiary and for-profit organization. <laughs> I feel like you're reading a disclaimer right I now. I want to make sure I say <laughs> it right. Because uh, a lot of folks don't necessarily yeah. realize. How many realtors difference. are on that board? There are, you're going to make me do math in my head. I'm going to say. Ballpark,
0: more or less than 10.
1: Um, we have, I think about 10 people on the board. Okay. Um, we have a couple of folks who, Focus more on property management Ah, than necessarily retail sales. We have one appraiser, two appraisers, although I believe one is going to be leaving. His term is up this year. So we will definitely have one appraiser, property managers, um, resale.
0: And and I guess what's the point? Uh, Realtor just has a say in what happens with the MLS. Because it's interesting because I think here locally, doesn't our board and MLS, they they own each other or one owns the other one or something like that. Right. Right. Whereas most cities don't do that. I don't think.
1: Well, you're, you're right. So we're, um, lucky and blessed to have a realtor owned MLS system Mm -hmm. and our MLS, which is the organization is Realtor Services Corp or RSC. Like I said, is a wholly owned subsidiary for profit subsidiary. I really feel like you're reading it. I'm just saying saying, (laughs) this is how it works, you know, that uh, because there's a lot of misunderstanding in the realtor community that PPAR, um, that the MLS is just a function. It's just a department, but it's not. Right. Right.
0: It's completely separate. Com- you yeah. have the board and then you have the... So what else do you do outside of RSC? You own a company, you're a board member RSC, and mm-hmm. what else?
1: Um, I teach pre-licensing at Real Estate College of Colorado. Uh-huh. I've been a professional trainer for almost all my days. Yeah. And when I got into real estate uh, almost 20 years ago...
0: We were just talking about that. You're I almost know. 20 years old.
1: I'm almost 20 years old yeah, that's in so the exciting. business. That's so um, That uh, I was a professional trainer before that. Mm-hmm. And when I got my real estate license after being laid off, yeah. I um, I waited like a year and then I started talking to people and I got to work for um, Kaplan Professional Schools oh, yeah. doing their pre-licensing. Yeah. Um, I did uh, work with American Dream Real Estate School out of yep. Thornton, Colorado, mm-hmm. pre-licensing. I was their COO for a little bit. Yeah. And um, I'm all about the training. So, folks, so wh- wh- where
0: are you at now then?
1: Um, I own my own company, but I also do a lot of, uh, so I do continuing education training in the market as yeah. well. Okay. Right now I do pre-licensing for Real Estate College of Colorado, but I do CE courses for my friends Okay. with yeah. uh, PPAR, so you might see me at PPAR okay. in your training room. Yeah. I also partner with title companies mm-hmm. um, and... I have my own gig, so every once in a while, I'll do some classes just because I feel like
0: it. So when do you when do you find time to be bored?
1: <laughs> you know, my son's no longer uh, in the house. He is married and owns his own home. Oh
0: wow! Did you help him buy that house? N-
1: no, Tim.
0: Really? I had somebody else you sell did? him.
1: Oh, are you kidding is me? Right now, is this
0: a touchy subject? Oh my Why gosh. wouldn't your own of child? use Of course, I did. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like I'm going to let anyone near him? You know? Like, no. Of course. How old I is I he? he's 22
0: oh wow yeah he's a baby married and a homeowner at 22 mm-hmm. that's fantastic gotta set him up right yeah i was still thinking about uh, what i'm gonna do when i'm a little bit older at 22 i so. figured
1: you're probably playing video games in
0: your parents basement at 22 no i was out of my parents <laughs> earlier than that. <laughs> so um being a real estate being a real estate um Coach, CE trainer, RSC, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think you're well positioned to answer a few questions we're going to ask.
1: I'm looking forward
0: to it. Okay. What was the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in high school? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Specifically dealing with at school?
1: Cringe.
0: Uh, oh, oh, okay. oh. I just got handed a list of appropriate questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was not that's, on the list. That is not on the <laughs> list. Okay,
0: I will I will stick with the questions. Yeah, then. stick with the program. Yeah, stick, stick come on, man, stick with the program. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, here's some things I'd love to just kind of throw out, yeah. if that's okay. Sure. Um, I have been the president of the Women's Council of Realtors Colorado Network this past year. That's what
0: you did in your downtime.
1: That's what I did in my downtime. It all yep. makes sense. No. And before that, of course, I was president-elect, and we mm. are relatively broadcast. Baby, brand new chapter. We've had four networks. What do you here. mean?
0: We've had we've had WCR for a long time,
1: right? But we haven't had a Colorado state level network mm. in um, about a decade. Okay. So we've had four local networks, um, primarily around the uh, Front Range. Wh- what, right? do,
0: what does that mean for in, so here in Colorado Springs? We have one. We have one. Okay. The
1: Pikes Peak Network. Yeah. Go Pikes Peak. Yeah. And um, the, the, that's the longest running network that we've had in the state.
0: How long has that been going? Like
1: 40 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, huge. More than that. Uh, and then we have two in Denver. We have Mile High, and we have North Metro Denver, and then we have Northern Colorado. And that's been going what, great. So
0: nothing in Southern Colorado? No, we're it. Wow. But so we're from here to New Mexico, from here to Utah and Arizona.
1: We have been working to try and get um, folks interested in opening up a network for Southern Colorado. Um, we have to have a certain number of bodies. Is at it
0: like a B&I type thing where they, you know, you apply and then they got to send somebody down to make sure you're legit?
1: It, it's more having to do with there being enough realtors in the area to support a network. So right. they look at um, Pueblo Association of Realtors, yep. right? That um, board has just i believe just about a thousand members and so we would have to have two boards because a thousand is the threshold for women's council of of realtors national to approve a new network and it's all doable right so if we take pueblo and um um, royal gorge Mm -hmm. together that's a thousand plus members that would qualify and so there are um i've been hearing from folks o- across the state who mm-hmm. are interested in opening up new networks. And I'm um, excited about helping to. Well, what, what does WCR
0: push? do? Women's Council of Realtors. What, what, what's the point other um, than other than eating a lunch and hanging around a bunch of ladies.
1: So that might work for you.
0: <laughs>
1: However, I would tell you it is a networking organization, right? It's a, it's a business organization. And the intention is that you meet amazing partners, which is, I believe how I met you,
0: Tim. Probably. I believe so. That was so. a long time ago.
1: 20 years. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I've been with uh, Pike Speak since 2015, I think. But okay, yeah. the whole intention there is that if I know and have a positive business relationship mm-hmm. with the realtor on the other side of my transaction, that transaction should go much more smoothly Absolutely. than if I am working with someone I have no context of. I don't know who you are and I don't know what's important to you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your values are, right? So the value of being in a networking organization like that, where you initially think, well, these are all my competitors. Why would I be here hanging out with these people? Yeah. Um, it's because I want to get to know you. Yeah. So when I do a deal with you, I know what to expect.
0: Everybody has a much better, like, like when we when we deal with, Agents as a, as a mortgage company, we deal with agents that are um, they communicate well with each other. It always goes better. Always. So it, p- particularly dealing with um, when there's maybe a negotiation issue or an inspection issue or something like that, it's way better. And we don't hear or feel the drama because as soon as the as soon as it starts leaking into the client, then the clients we start feeling it. We're like, wait, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. And pretty soon, it's just it feels like chaos. Right. Right. Yeah.
1: It's funny, I had a conversation. So, like, I've been involved in Women's Council forever and a day and um, love it. Don't get me wrong. Love it. But? Um, uh, No, no, no but there. (laughs) I I was mentioning earlier, though, that the best position to have in any organization is past president. You know? Like, I'm just a figurehead now. But um, my son and my husband both work for um, Big O Tires, right? Big Tire Franchise. And my son, who has watched me do this for, you know his life says why do you do this women's council realtor stuff what is it like they're all your competitors and I said honey don't you have some way to communicate with other big o tire um, he was an assistant manager at the time yeah. I was having the conversations. Like, wouldn't it be great to be able to pick the brains of other big O-Tire assistant managers to see how they're handling problems? You have a
0: group that comes together. Right. You complain about the main manager, mm-hmm. the area manager. Ugh, yeah. forget it, that regional guy. But here's what we do at our store, and maybe you could try this.
1: Right, maybe have some lunch. Yeah. So, uh, Where, Where's
0: WSR meeting these days?
1: Women's Council, um, this year it's been um, a really great... Variety of places, we don't do things the old fashioned way, right? Like so. The old fashioned way is that we would get together every month and Mm -hmm. we'd do the ladies that lunch business and we'd have a speaker and we'd have rubber chicken. We don't do that anymore.
0: Those lunches were horrible. I've had many of them.
1: Well, you know, the the camaraderie is fantastic, but now the food was bad. What we're trying to do (laughs) and have been doing with great leadership is um, specifically like four industry events a year.
0: Mm. So you're not doing monthly. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm
1: That is not the intention. It's gotcha. it's um, we got to push forward, and we've got to offer. And like I said, local leadership at Fikes Peak Network—they've mm-hmm. been doing an amazing job of of providing high quality content and um, the the kinds of, of events that non Women's Council of Realtors members want to attend.
0: Yeah, like what? Give me an example.
1: Oh man, they did. Um, there's so many. I'm trying to make sure I don't say it wrong. Right. So right now, of course, we have holiday auction coming up. Mm-hmm. And so that's all I can think about is holiday auction because it's. So oh, I exciting. think I've attended
0: those where you sit there mm-hmm. and people come up with things they've donated and everybody's over overpaying for basic items you can get on Amazon and they use that money to help WCR.
1: Um, not to help WCR. <laughs> we're gonna, okay. First of all, you have to say it with me Women's Council.
0: Women's Council. We don't say WCR
1: anymore. Oh, we don't, Oh,
0: nope. WCR's out. That's right. We say Women's
1: Council. Because oh, wow. you don't know what WCR stands for. It's Most like steward or stewardess listening. or flight attendant. They just don't know. So yeah. we want to tell them. Like, what am it's I supposed to, what's supposed to say? Do women's? I look like a
0: stewardess to you, man? Come on. <laughs> I'm a flight attendant. Do I look like a WCR you No, know I'm a Women's Council. Women's okay. Council
1: supporter, right? Gotcha. Um, so, holiday auction is humongous. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for years. And Are you
0: doing it? You did it across the street a little while back at the Wells Fargo building. Uh, I think, geez, about five years ago or so. Or is it, are you still doing them in hotel event center type things?
1: Last year, we were at Boot Barn. And it was fabulous. Oh,
0: yes, yes, yes. I've Great won't. venue. I mean, yeah. we
1: have 450 people who show up. Right. It's a wonderful time. Um, yeah. Boot Barn, we had Bourbon Brothers food. It was fab. Yep. You Is
0: know? That, isn't that in the same building? Uh, right next door. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right I haven't door. actually been in there. I've seen it, though. Oh. On my way to Bass Pro. Yeah, I've seen it, or when I'm racing go-karts and playing Top Golf, <laughs> everything's like really packed in that little area right there. Right? It's a,
1: it's a fun place to yeah. be right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. so I have a, I have a question outside of what you are doing, mm. um, something that maybe with your experience you can you can help uh, people understand. You deal with a lot of new real or, or agents that are either becoming licensed or newly licensed, mm-hmm. right? If you could pinpoint, um, identify, maybe. One failure or two failures that plague f- newer agents. What what would that be?
1: Yeah, lack of preparedness. You okay, know, meaning what? Quite honestly. People get into this business because somebody told them they could make a ton of money real fast, which is obviously bogus. Well, right? It's like
0: Amway. Somebody's going to make a ton of money. Uh, yeah. Not or 90%.
1: They, want, they love the pretty houses, right? So like, yeah. oh, I want to look at all the pretty houses. Or I want to make a million dollars in two and a
0: half weeks. And that's yeah. not what this business is about. So I've been watching Selling Sunset, and it is. <laughs> that's how it works.
1: Don't get me started. I've never actually actually seen it, but I just thought I'd throw that out there. Oh my gosh! Um, That that (laughs) selling sunset is the California one, right? Again, I've never seen it. I saw I saw a meme on it. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah. That I think that program has single-mindedly or or, or single-handedly destroyed our business. Like that program (laughs) is why we have the lawsuits. That program is why we have the DOJ. Yeah. Really? Uh, Yeah. You know, find me for coffee. I'll be happy to go on a rant for you. I w-
0: we're here now. You're drinking coffee. <laughs> rant. It's true. Well, well, hold on. Let, let's, go yeah. fir- let's go back to let's go back to new agents first. I'd like to hear a couple reasons they fail and how to cure that failure. Maybe just in the next yeah. few minutes, and then I would love to jump into how selling sunset has ruined real estate. I've got to watch this show. I've never I've never seen it. It's I've seen so many things about it just because I'm on uh, some real estate feed on Twitter, mm-hmm. right? But. So, okay, okay, so new agents. New agents. Yes. So
1: so the deal is, is that the statistics are really scary and frightening. And it's that 80% of the new agents, new licensees, are out of the business within anywhere between two to three years. 80% completely out of the business. are completely out. Yeah, and the problem not is— just,
0: uh, Not just a, a licensee not doing anything. They are done. They're out. They're done. They're out. Wow.
1: They're out. Because the, the ship is sinking and they never even saw the iceberg. Mm. Okay. And the problem is that they they just don't know how to set up a business. They don't treat this as a business. They treat it as a hobby, yep. a get rich quick scheme, yep. or they just want to look at the pretty houses yeah. and they run out of money
0: hmm. and then they're out. It's expensive to be a real estate agent. You know it is. Well, but I wouldn't say expensive, but it's it's not it's not free. It's an edu- you go to college. You have to pay to be in college, right? You go here. You have to pay to get your license, and you have to pay to maintain your license. And you get an education all along the way. Every single thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it, it, as opposed to a traditional education, it's very inexpensive, but it can be very expensive.
1: Well, you know the way I look at it is that in terms of startup costs for a new business venture, it's about twenty five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And
0: that is a really low barrier to entry, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I mean, a basic, a basic run-of-the-mill franchise is probably like thirty to fifty grand.
1: Oh no, no, so, I'm just talking about a new agent. Well,
0: yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's mm. like you, you just start a new business. You could literally oh. start a business for twenty five hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it, amazing. It's amazing, yeah. and and obviously, uh, your ability to recoup your initial investment is you know three times yeah. over in one deal. Yeah. So if you're doing it right, mm. and you're being purposeful. And you're treating your business like a business. There's there's no reason why you couldn't have longevity for twenty years, you know?
0: So preparedness meaning they come into this and they are they they are this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be, and it can be fun, but you're not prepared to do the to, to do the grind. You're not prepared to sit there every Saturday morning calling expireds or calling a neighborhood or pop buys to your past clients, right? They're not prepared to do that level of work.
1: I think they don't know what the scope of work is. Ah. And they they come through real estate school, which I, so I see all these fresh faced, beautiful people come through real estate school and they've got stars in their eyes, right? Um, But our job at real estate school is to help you pass the exam. Mm. There is a section per the Colorado, you know, Division of Real Estate how to be a called Practical <laughs> Applications. Okay. It's required, but it's not on the yeah. test, so nobody really focuses on it. You know, the student yeah. doesn't focus, but because they want to
0: just pass the test. That's because that's, you can't do anything unless you pass the test. You
1: can't do anything yeah. unless you pass the test. So that's our charter, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not our job to really to really set you up for how to put a business together. That's your yeah. management, right? Like that's your employee yeah, broker your and employee your broker. managing broker's yeah. job is to set you up for. Uh, boots on the ground
0: how to be successful but do these calls do this follow up here that's their job
1: well sure and also your job to,
0: is how to measure meets and bounds and how to do this <laughs> and that God, if i ever had to
1: measure meets and bounds someone should just <laughs> well you start
0: with a <laughs> i thought you started with a piece of twine in the center of the city you have a point walking, beginning start and then walking yes. out yeah. um
1: but, but here's what i find right is yeah. that um they don't know how to get started. They expect, rightly so, that mm-hmm. their management is going to help them with that. And that's why they pick the company that they do um, to because hang the their license Because the managing
0: broker with. has, I would almost say in a sales pitch manner, has this is where you're going to go.
1: Uh, hopefully, and we're going to train you and we're going to set you up yeah. for success. And uh, unfortunately, what happens is that folks spend a year and they don't get what they expected to get. It's
0: like going to college.
1: Hmm. And um, you know what they might get is leadership that quite honestly just tells them to sit in a room and make phone calls, and they don't set up a business. So I got
0: I got my license like a real estate license, and it was like twenty, I guess 23, 20, 23 years ago, something like that. Okay, as before I ever did mortgages, and the guy that I got my license with. Um, I got, well, I passed my license and I just started calling places. I was like, I don't know know where to go. You know, I interviewed at KW and here and there. It was was amazing. But it was also, you know, I really want like this personal touch. So I asked, I told this guy, I said, hey, man, you know, if you're willing to teach me everything, I'm willing to learn, I'm willing to work super hard. He says, dude, I will teach you exactly what it takes. Awesome. So day one, this is before do not call list. This is a phone book. Starting <laughs> aids I'm not kidding you. No, I believe it. And I said, I totally believe it. serious. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Start calling. Sat there hours every night. It was me, we didn't have any kids. Me and my wife. I just sat there and pound the phone. over she was just like, this is crazy. And so I went to him after a while. I said, this is crazy. He's like, okay, don't worry about it. We have this thing called for sale by owner. Here's what you got to do. You get in the newspaper. You go to for sale by owner. And I was like, okay. He's like, here's the thing Tim is everybody needs a realtor, they just don't know any realtors. Oh, really? I said, son of a gun. So I just call him? Yeah, and tell him that you have a buyer that wants to look at their house, but you're going to preview the house. I said, but I don't have a buyer. It's okay, you just they just need to get to know a realtor. It's like, man, this feels weird. Are you sure? You positive? I'm so glad it felt weird. It felt very uncomfortable. I was like, are you sure? So anyway, so obviously I, I started calling FISBOS and realized after being hung up on the first 10 times that I was like the 90th realtor to call them. You know, right I mm-hmm. was like, okay, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. So the point being is they he had this whole list of tried and untrue ways to get successful. And so I'm like, you're not doing any of this. Well, that's because I've been doing it for 25 years. And so that's when it finally clicked to me that I don't need somebody to teach me how to maintain my business. I need somebody who can teach me how to build my business. If I, if you were to take that guy and plop him anywhere else in the country, he would fail miserably, but he just, he lived there. He grew up there. He just happened to know a lot of people, mm-hmm. right? He'd been doing real estate for 20 years. Um, and so it, that to me for a real estate agent, not knowing what is required. Yeah. Right.
1: What I also find is that brand new agents have, they lack confidence as mm. well as competence, and they go hand in hand. So, my job is to make sure that they feel very confident in what they're doing so mm. that they're, well, they feel very competent, which will help them feel much more confident. And, you know, you get your license. And now you're like, okay, now what do I do? Uh, I guess I'll go start sitting in classes. And and that's great. I'm a huge fan of education.
0: You teach education. I teach all the time. Huge fan, right?
1: But um, then you kind of get in this um, comfort zone where being in a classroom felt really comfortable when I was getting my pre-licensing education. And now I've got my license and being in a classroom still feels really comfortable and it's hard to break past that. But you're not doing anything. You're not doing you're anything. Spinning the wheels. So, you're scared of getting a client because you don't know what to do if you got one. Yes. So, my my whole take on that really is that that um and and I have a 12-week program called Clever Agent that I Okay. And it's out in the universe. Shameless plug. Let's hear. Shameless it. plug. Let's hear. It.
0: Twelve week. 12, twelve. What's it called? Twelve it, week.
1: It's a. It's a twelve week program. Okay. It's called Clever Agent. Clever Agent. It's for new agents. It is not how to make a million dollars in three months. It it's is how to
0: not die in two years.
1: No, how to not die in two years. Is yeah. how to set up your business. Okay. And um, I start off. Th- there's um, videos. Mm-hmm. There's workbooks with assignments that get you out of your chair and out into. The community, actually talking to people. Actually talking to people. Yeah. Making connections, um, as well as one-hour phone calls with me, once a week. And so I walk. Who them do you through. who do you
0: call with, with a brand new agent? Who are they calling?
1: Who are they calling?
0: Yeah, who are they calling? Are they picking up the phone book? No, do
1: they no, no. have no, phone books? Well, no we uh, no, no. They don't have.
0: Do not phone call books. list exists wow. now. So. What yeah. is this guy? <laughs> no. Should I cancel my yellow page? Dad? <laughs> what? They, told me. they told me it would work. It just takes a few years. Yes, Tim. Yeah, you okay. should
1: cancel your yellow so, page. So right. who,
0: who does a brand new agent call?
1: So who they call, first of all, is um, they have to set up a marketing plan. That's the problem with what that guy did to you. Okay. He didn't tell you why you were doing it. He didn't tell you what. Gave me
0: a good education on what to do. On what not to do. There was
1: no plan around it. Yeah. Right? There was no way to measure your efficacy. There was no way to determine an ROI. And so, what I teach people is you got to track your efforts Mm -hmm. so that you can track your ROI. This is a business. Yep. And after you spend 12 months doing something, if you're not getting the return on your investment, you need to change. The track, right? You know, it's it, yeah. that's the beauty of owning your own business is that you get to decide what your marketing you make, looks like. Yeah. Okay, but you have to have a plan, and nobody has a plan. And when we want to do classes on business planning, all the realtors go, eh, just, "I don't." Uh, and it's like, dude, this is a business. If, if you don't you, know if, an if entrepreneur if you, uh, who doesn't put together a business plan every year, it's, I don't know who you're talking. to. You don't know
0: why you're who you're calling, why you're calling, how your follow-up looks, how your marketing looks. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you got something to something to work on there. You know how I finally got my first client, the realtor. Um, first off, I threw, I took everything he told me, and I threw it in the trash can. It took me, it, but I mean, keep in mind, I was brand new, so it took me a couple months to realize. Let's see, I like paying rent and I like food, and this isn't helping me, right? Right, this is very expensive. I'm, all my savings are going downhill quickly. So I got a, um, I got a list of renters, and each evening just said okay because i was like i was like there's got to be a more targeted approach here because i can i can go this is what we do in our business like do we want a shotgun out or do we want to laser focus and so i said well they're renting and so then on the list i bought a little bit more expensive list and the, the list said you know they make at least seventy thousand dollars a year they've been they've been renting for at least one year and their credit score is estimated to be over like a 680 or something like that and so i thought look if I can just talk to these people, I could probably convince them how, like, why it's a good use of time. So that's how I ended up getting my very first client. It's like, okay, now it's starting to make sense to me. Like, yes, I want to do this business, but you have to be a lot more, you have to be a lot more intentional. You have to know who and why I'm focusing on this person.
1: Certainly, yeah. certainly. It, it, the, the very first deal that I got yeah. was from a $35 name tag.
0: Oh, yeah. I it's an expensive my name tag. tag.
1: Not really. Thirty-five bucks. Thirty-five bucks is not bad. It like four fifty for ours. Okay, how long ago was that, and what does it look like? <laughs> it's a little tattered.
0: You. <laughs> you're, you're just like you're, you're just like glossed over. It's very nice. Yes. I
1: mean, so like at the time, I don't know, maybe it was twenty five dollars. Yeah, so okay. It was twenty years ago. Inflation. Yeah. But I was wearing my name tag, and I was at the mall back when we went to malls. Yeah. Right? And I had my toddler with me at the time, the grown one who's now yeah. out of the house, and um, we we're at the play place in the mall. Yeah. And he's. Cute, cute little couple come over to me and they go, oh, are, are you a real estate agent? And I said, no, I only play one on TV. Yeah. And that, because that's my attitude, right? Yeah. Like, and so we started talking and uh, they bought a townhouse and away I went. You know, it's like, it doesn't take much. You yeah. just have to be willing to talk to people. Yeah. But you have to feel confident enough to talk to people. And are
0: you scared to, to talk to people? Are you spending too much time worrying that you don't know what to say?
1: That, or you don't know what to do when you get them. Yeah. And so... Just circling back. Yeah. I spent 12 weeks with people teaching them. You know, I give them all the tools that they need. Spreadsheets so they can track their time. They can yeah. track their database. They can track their lead gen. But they can also track their expenses and their income and their education. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So it's an actual business. Yeah. Like, let's do you, this on purpose. treat it like
0: an actual business. Mm-hmm.
1: That's true. Let's do this on purpose. Which is much
0: different than most. Okay. Ready, go, set, you know? And that's the problem. Yeah,
1: but we we spend a lot of time building out our team. But team is like your tribe. Building yeah. out your tribe, who because nobody does this business by themselves, yeah. right? I got to have you. Yeah, I got to have title people. I've got to have inspectors. I've got to have um, um, uh, roofers. I mean, the, 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 the list the goes list on. The list goes on, yeah. right? I've got to have a team. So so we spend time talking about who's on your team and interviewing people for spots on your team. Okay. Um, we talk about all kinds of. The fundamental things so that you're ready and prepared. We spend two weeks on sellers and we yeah. two weeks on buyers. And if they're in Cal, if they're in Colorado, I tell them Colorado. The, sorry, I just got back from California. Colorado. So We're turning of... into Colorado. <laughs> no joke. Thank you, <laughs> No joke. Um, but yeah, you're know, like, not.
0: They're getting rid of plastic bags entirely. Do you see that?
1: Uh, I thought that was
0: old news. No well, I don't know I, I know that I have to pay 10 cents at King Supers right now to get but after oh, that they oh, like they said they're gonna completely remove them.
1: yeah, like, really the, yeah, this year like is a real the thing this year's the weaning off year. That's wow. why they're charging you 10 cents.
0: I'm so when does this go into effect? I'm gonna have to go get a whole bunch of plastic bags. Well,
1: you don't want plastic bags. You want tote bags. You want me to bring you one?
0: No, I have a lot of them. I just don't. I would
1: imagine you're inundated with tote bags, right? I have right? a lot of tote bags. Yeah. Yes.
0: yes. I, I have. Okay. Maybe I've remembered them. Like, I'm not joking. The last year, maybe one time. So. And they're in my car.
1: Yeah. And they're in your car. I get May,
0: it. I don't think about it. Instead, I'm thinking about bananas and peanut butter and, and milk. And then I get into the store and I'm like, eh, guess I need a bag.
1: Oh, well, you know, you, anywho. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> They make they make bags that are ma- – like they're made out of silk or something, super lightweight. You can
0: – I don't know where like dudes that. put their shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'd say put it in your purse, right? Like uh, it, you put it yeah. – I don't know. It's got to be you ever, in your Have cart. you ever
0: seen a guy – keep in mind, I'm saying this through personal experience. Have you ever seen a guy walk around a grocery store who was perfectly convinced that he didn't need a shopping cart when he started? Oh, yeah. And – the The mound gets large. <laughs> and, like, I'll be walking, and I'm like, I have something hooked in between these fingers, and then the something on the top starts sliding. I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah. Yeah. It, I see most people, thing.
1: and they, they take their cart w- with all the loose stuff in it, yeah. and then they pay, and they just put all the loose stuff back in the cart, and then they push the cart to the car, and they put all the loose stuff in the car. King
0: King Supers told me, this lady at the self-checkout told me that the – um the amount of theft they've had on their their baskets that you can carry mm. is massive. Like they they're going through. I forget how many. It was some crazy number every day that people are stealing because they put their stuff in there. They don't want to pay ten cents for a bag, so they steal the whole they steal the whole entire plastic cart. People can we can, we can we can we? <laughs> <laughs> can, you know. It, okay, so we have about fifteen minutes. Oh no! I what I want to do is I want to find out why everybody's leaving NAR and AR. National Association. We don't say realtor anymore. We say, we see we, we say Women's Council. I'm
1: so sorry.
0: I'm we say so National sorry. Association? There's so many rules, Oh him. my gosh.
1: It's NAR. Okay. NAR. nar but you, but nar. you say CAR. CAR. For Colorado Association of Realtors. I say PPAR. And you say PPAR. You don't say PPAR.
0: Oh, and I don't I've say heard, and I've I don't heard say that. Nar. That
1: makes me like like nails say, on a chalkboard. I don't there's a lot that at of all. rules, right? This is this is So it's NAR.
0: Socially confusing for a guy like me. Just call it something and I'm good. I know. Yeah. So I'm from now on, it's... It's
1: it's not even from now on. It has it's it always, has been, always this way. been NAR.
0: I've made up my own <laughs> rules for the last 50 years. So I've made up my own rules. Yeah. But point being, mm. why is everybody leaving? Not everybody, but why is there a big talk about places leaving National Association of Realtors? And... Um, why is there a bunch of lawsuits? What does this mean for real estate agents? Before that, I'm going to ask a question before I forget. Mm. I, I've been meaning, I wanted to ask this, but I totally spaced it. Mm. I'm going to tell everybody that you are qualified to answer this question because of all of the abbreviations after your name. <laughs> so, what I would like you to do is in a fast manner, ju- not the whole name, okay. just just the ABR MRP like like that. I want to just go through as fast as you can.
1: It's not that impressive. It's
0: not. No, no. I've How many do uh, you have? I
1: don't.
0: How many have you had? Okay,
1: so I, my my I will say the crown jewel is my MCNE, which is my Master Certified Negotiation Expert designation certification. Okay. MCNE. I'm a Master Certified Negotiation. Expert. Yep. You gotta love like, that. You're but like that's six and a half days of my life. That, in in it, truly negotiation training. To become
0: a master at anything, you have to dedicate at least six and a half days. At least yes. six and a half days. You're like Metallica, master right. of puppets, right? yeah Six there and you a go. half days, That's bam, how they wrote it. mic drop. All right, what else you got?
1: Um, I'm a PSA, which is a pricing strategy advisor.
0: Okay.
1: Um, REDS, which is a real estate divorce specialist. I have my PMN through Women's Council, which is a performance management um, it's, you don't remember. No, it's just that it's not named very well, in my personal like opinion. Like
0: NAR and WCR. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Yeah, that's well, exactly
1: well. what it is. So I have a PMN, or a Performance Management Network yeah. designation, and um, I just finished up my At Home with Diversity certification. I plan to be teaching that class, Hello Friends, this year, twenty. Yeah. well, no, 2024, yeah. 2025, um, I hope everybody knows that our ethics requirement as realtors is changing in 2025. Ah, and in, okay. in addition to just the ethics course, you will also have to have diversity training. Hmm. And at home with diversity satisfies that.
0: Even if you don't live in a very diverse neighborhood.
1: No, because you, you do live in a class. very diverse neighborhood. That's you just know. don't know it. No. Right? I'm like, in my shell. If you think that everybody looks like you. thinks like me. they You're... Couldn't be far. Anybody who
0: doesn't truth. think like me is there. They're the weird ones. I was going to say I don't know how many
1: people do think <laughs> like him. Is that all right? Possible? What do we got? At, at home uh, with diversity At Any, home with diversity. Anything else? Um,
0: oh, you can't. I have no an cheating.
1: MLS um, C, MLS X, CMLS X um, designation or certification. Also, okay. That's because I'm part of the MLS um, leadership. Okay. Board of Directors. I'm going to stop there because yeah. I think I'm like I think that's right.
0: I think that's pretty much it. I like PSA. It's like a public service announcement, right? So we're just going to throw this out there. PSA A.K.A. Liz Bowen
1: and a part.
0: <laughs> I wonder pumpkin. how many vowels we have in here. This is <laughs> but all that's all okay, that, that's hooey. That being I'll said, be like, yeah, I just, I just wanted yeah. to give you a hard time. Thank um, you. So outside <laughs> of that, let's talk about NAR. N.A.R. N.A.R. Sorry. Let's talk about why everybody wants to leave National Association of Realtors. What they're doing wrong. Um, oh my god. All of the uh, the sexual allegations coming from the top. This and, is heartbreaking. I cannot how... have
1: this conversation with you.
0: <laughs> and, and how selling Sunset is amplifying that.
1: <laughs> okay, so do it of you of do all... it
0: your way. You can ignore anything I said, or you okay. can hit anything I said. That's what I'm going to do. So, um, <laughs> okay, let's do that.
1: I am always have been, and yeah. always will be a realtor. Okay. Okay. I'm a member of NAR. NAR which also means, well, I'm a member of Pikes Peak Association of Realtors, which means I'm a member of CAR, which means I'm a member of NAR, okay? And I am uh, 100% invested in being a realtor. There's three reasons why. Okay, Number one, I am um, committed to the code of ethics that we all agree to follow. Which
0: is specific to NAR.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Um, NAR, right, the National Association of Realtors, it's a trade organization. We Mm -hmm. all elect to want to belong to it, and we all... Who do elect to abide by a code of ethics?
0: But but a realtor could be a real estate agent and not be a realtor, right? They,
1: I'm so glad you said that. So realtor, first yeah. of all, everyone, Tim says it right. What? I'm so so <laughs> very pleased to always be talking to someone who says realtor instead yeah. of real litter, right? So there's no a in what? No, no, no. no. Okay. The yeah. the trick is this: you just say doctor, tractor. Realtor. <laughs> Doctor. Tractor. Realtor. There you go. Just, Just like that. Okay. So uh, that being... I'm going to say
0: that before any video I shoot. Right? One. Doctor, Doctor, tractor, tractor realtor. realtor. Doctor, tractor, realtor. <laughs>
1: Doctor. Okay. I'm ready. So um, I abide by a code of ethics and everyone who is a realtor yeah. has paid money to join a local board of realtors, which includes money for their state
0: mm-hmm. board
1: of realtors and the National Association of Realtors. So when I pay... Um, PPAR dues for the year. Yeah. I'm paying them and CAR and Nar altogether. Right.
0: All, all so your 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 annual fee. Mm-hmm. Each of them get a piece of it. that's mm-hmm.
1: okay. a try, a, a, a three party agreement. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and I think Romans
0: called it a triver, trivergence, trivergence. Something like that it was like Julius Caesar and well, anyway, never mind.
1: Fantastic. Yes. Okay. That's great. Uh, it our, did. It
0: didn't. It didn't work. No, but, it kind yeah. of fell uh, Pompey got hunted down. But anyway. We'll keep going.
1: So um, because I know, so first of all, um, you can be a licensee. Yeah. In the state of Colorado, you can be a broker, associate broker. Mm -hmm. Those are generic terms. Okay. Realtor means that you have elected to pay money and belong to a board of realtors and made a commitment to a code of ethics.
0: Okay.
1: So not everybody's a realtor. Are most
0: most agents realtors?
1: um, I believe that at least Fifty-five percent, if not more. Mm-hmm. I don't know the right stat, and okay. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that off the top of my tongue. But I'm trying to remember. But the, the majority numbers. are no, but I would say I would say a half to three quarters.
0: Okay.
1: Not majority. I mean, I guess majority is like fifty-one percent. So yeah, majority. One, yeah. But but we're somewhere around there. We're like okay. I don't know, sixty-five percent maybe um, of the licensees in the state of Colorado are mm-hmm. also realtors. But okay. it's not a synonym, right? And because I am a realtor, yeah, I want to work with realtors because I can at least assume that they are abiding by the same code of ethics that I am. Okay. Okay. If I'm working with someone who's not a realtor, I don't know what kind of shady stuff. It, what, what is this rated R? Say Peachy? And I just don't know, you know? like You have not
0: F-bombed once.
1: True. But I could have.
0: I just didn't. She just didn't. Okay. Okay. So
1: I don't know what kind of shady shit other people are going to be pulling. Yeah. Um, because they don't have any kind of commitment to a code of ethics. Now, of course, everybody's just lovely, right? We all have our own personal morals, there's, but that's there's, not There's two honorary
0: realtors out there, and I've worked with both of them, and they suck. Mm. Everybody else has been pretty pleasant, though. Okay, good, yeah. good, good. I
1: appreciate it. <laughs> so uh, you said
0: there's three reasons. So yeah, one, so you're dealing one is, with other agents, other realtors. Do who you have ab- that code of ethics. Who
1: abide by the code of ethics yeah. that I do. The second is that um, whether you love it or you hate it, mm-hmm. The National Association of Realtors is the largest lobbying group, to my knowledge, in the country. And so there is a group, huge group of people who are invested in home ownership rights. Mm-hmm. Right? They're not looking out for me necessarily, the realtor. They're looking out for home ownership in general.
0: Well, and one, one thing about that is I always think it's weird when I get something in the mail from... Uh, from Carr car that tells me who to vote for. And I'm always like, mind your own business. But at the same time, what they're doing is they're specifically looking at, hey, don't vote for, what was it, HH or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Even though that got, I don't know if you know. It did not pass, no. It didn't pass, but the government in Colorado decided to make their own version of it anyway.
1: I did not know that. Oh, yeah, it's done. Well, they didn't take away Tabor for us, did they?
0: Uh, (laughs) We're
1: still a Tabor County.
0: Yes, but... There is oh and then there's a big push uh, right now saying uh, I want all counties to lower mill levies to help uh, homeowners with their with their tax bills right so that's I'm going to send you a couple of things directly directly from
1: good good please do yes yeah 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 um,
0: so they they passed their own version of it even though the voters said don't do it
1: okay well I I would love to see what yeah, that
0: looks like because it's so Super friendly that they would do that. Mm -hmm. We all say no. Yeah, I know best. I live in Boulder. I know everything. Yeah, no. So I'm kidding. There's a lot of nice people in Boulder. Deion Sanders, the head coach for the Buffs he's he lives there. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's rad. Totally. So, okay, so number 3, what's the third reason? So,
1: oh, so so the fact that RPAC, right, yeah. um, is, is a group of people who are lobbying for homeowner rights yeah. for um, you know, talking about your taxes, yeah. their capital gains freaks, right? Like they're they're looking out for home ownership. Yeah. Everybody in our industry benefits from that. Only mm-hmm. realtors pay for it. Through donations. We donate into our
0: pack. But that's, oh yeah, right, for our pack. For our right. pack. Okay. For that
1: lobbying group to continue the good work that they do. And they do it on a local level too. Yeah. They're in the Colorado legislation, legislature, yeah. making sure that. I was going to correct
0: you on how to say that. Thank properly. you. Yeah. I had to catch
1: myself quick, right? Because I knew that was coming. Yes. Um, but, you know, they're up there. We've had so much legislation on tenant rights, on landlord rights. Oh my gosh. And getting a, a, a voice of reason to at least, you know, Offer a different perspective if necessary. People, even even
0: if you're doing like an Airbnb and somebody doesn't leave, like what's uh, like somebody doesn't pay you rent, and then all of a sudden there's a, there's a, you, you know, tenant rights all of a sudden put you as the, you know, you're, you're, let's say you're a realtor and you're like, I'm going to go make my investment property, my one investment property, I'm going to go do this. And now all of a sudden, it's getting destroyed. You have people squatting, people won't leave, and you can't go in with a shotgun and clean house. No, you cannot. You can't you can't even get the you can't even get the, the, the stinking sheriff to go in there mm-hmm. and remove people. With it's crazy. It's crazy. So but just understand that the people who As long as they're warm and safe Liz. Hey. I guess I'll get a foreclosure on my on my record. It's bullcrap. It yeah, so,
1: but here's the de- right. So here's yeah. the deal. Circling back, okay. right? There's yeah. a group of people. You up are there. keeping me on the street. I'm and narrow trying. Lens. My God, it's hurting cats. I've never. <laughs> you know, like what the I
0: appreciate this. So, yeah.
1: so that's the second piece. Yeah. Because I don't have the time for that. Yeah. And so we have people who do that.
0: Yeah. And, and everybody loves a good lobbyist anyway.
1: Everybody loves a good yeah. lobbyist. Like I said, you love it, you hate it, but they're yeah. looking out for homeowners.
0: Yeah. And 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 somehow they've protected the the realtor. Name and and the realtor purpose brand brand yeah that's all right I don't know how it has not been completely shredded over the last thirty or forty years with I mean look at even like loan officers right we had we had we could do whatever we wanted you know twenty years ago and now it's woo, woo, it is like you breathe wrong and you got someone knocking at your door with an audit right so it's just amazing that they're still the MLS to me is still amazing that it exists when you have homes.com and realtor.com and zillow.com which by the way none of those are actual realtor things those are all private yeah. for profit but entities. you know those things wouldn't
1: exist without the MLS the MLS, MLS pushes data or or allows so if the, I use allows the wrong the verb feed, yeah. it's either a push you or work a pull at yeah, it's you either yeah. a push or a pull right yeah. like, if we don't have an MLS then we don't have an initial point of entry yeah, and no one would know about your house the scary thing is,
0: is, is Zillow could make a national MLS, and everybody could just post on there, which is slightly terrifying.
1: It is like yeah. you, they could make an MLS, right? But it the point of entry is an MLS, and then it pushes to tens of thousands of websites or portals, right? Through but also IDX through, through the local MLS, that
0: is awesome. <laughs> is not only do you have your code of ethics, but you have to, you have to list. With accuracy, you have to take your listings down within so many hours of it selling. You have to list who the buying agent, the listing agent, the you have to you you have to do that. You'll get fined. You'll, get, you'll so on the local level. I'm just saying it's amazing that they've been able to all across the country that brand and be able to maintain that and not have a bunch of rogue. I mean, I'm sure they have some rogue stuff, but they collectively have maintained that brand very well.
1: So there's a couple things I just want to make sure are okay with you or they're on your radar. So we are a real—I would imagine every MLS board has policies and procedures. Every MLS organization has policies and procedures. We are a realtor-owned MLS, and our our, um, charter Mm -hmm. is to provide the highest level of accuracy when it comes to data— for our users, our subscribers, as possible. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we have to monitor the data that gets put into the system by our subscribers because we're making a commitment that the data they have access to is as accurate as possible.
0: Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. Well, don't correct me because I don't think I'm wrong. Just go with it, okay? I might correct you anyway. Okay. Um, I think that agents, local agents, should push their own websites with their own IDX feeds. Don't push realtor.com, which is just a rupert murdoch conglomerate garbage Mm -hmm. don't push zillow don't push homes don't push any of that stuff if because because if you have well one of the many reasons but if you have your own idx feed on your own website as a real estate agent it is very very accurate right because you're going you have a direct feed to the mls whereas take zillow as an example or or any of these other these other big places they can keep the data on there if they want they don't have to clean data they don't have, like they can kind of do what they want whereas if you're getting a direct IDX feed and it's managed by your local MLS it is very very accurate so if you if I send you as a client to my to my website as a realtor we know that it's going to be on on spot with the data
1: and it's also a safe place right yeah. <clears throat> there's no no one's going to call you you're not going to get calls from 10 different agents mm-hmm. who paid money to get your contact info sent to them as soon as you landed on on a property that isn't even their listing. (laughs) It isn't even their listing. Now, I do have to, I believe, make sure that I tell you that Zillow and some of the other folks that you've mentioned are are brokerage firms, and so we cannot disparage other brokerage firms because we're realtors. Yeah. Okay. So you're not going to hear me badmouth anybody because I can't do that. Um, Even though
0: I will get it in writing that they (laughs) suck, if you want.
1: So, so I totally agree with the concept. The only the only pushback would be. Um, that usually your your portal, your website mm-hmm. can only handle one IDX feed at a time. Right. But if you go to some of these other portals, these other but, websites, but you you my see,
0: buyers are buying locally, and that's the only IDX feed I need. Right.
1: Um, hypothetically, unless, unless they're you're looking buy, in yeah, Pueblo, Pueblo and or Denver in, or something, right? Yeah, like, okay. then they're not going to yeah. get that.
0: So, for the sake of time, yes, yes, tell me what it means. You know, you, you kind of got me off track. I, I, mm. I swear, it's like. Can we just stay on point, please? How do you teach a class with a jam <laughs> jumping around like that? If we if if you could tell me the okay, lawsuit type stuff, what does mm-hmm. this mean to a real estate agent? How does this impact a real estate agent? What do we need to do?
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> don't panic. That's the first thing i want to tell you. Don't panic.
0: Even though they are found guilty.
1: There's an okay. appeals process that has already started and we probably won't see anything huge, l- legit for two or three years. However, that doesn't mean you shouldn't start making um, changes to how you talk about the business that you do now. Because mm-hmm. what I'm going to tell you is has always been true. Okay, It's just that there have been agents... Selling Sunset, that don't talk about this the way
0: they're supposed to. Are they a brokerage? Uh,
1: no, no. Selling oh. Sunsets is what I <laughs> well, said. <laughs> sunset, right? Like, Well, I don't uh, know.
0: Maybe they have their own brokerage. Maybe so
1: yeah. they do. So I can't disparage them. So um, here's the deal. Like, The problem is that there have been bad actors, players, people in our industry uh-huh. who have a real estate license who've been saying things wrong. Kay. I feel so bad for NAR. I'm probably going to get stoned for this. But, look, it's not NER's fault that there were individual agents out there saying stuff that they should not have been saying. Like, well, this is what I charge, and you're going to pay it. And uh, I'm going to, you know, give this much of it to the agent who brings the buyer. And giving the seller no input into that process right. whatsoever. That's wrong. Hmm. It's always been wrong. Commissions are always negotiable.
0: That has been, that we all know that. But I have heard for two decades of agents and, and brokerages that we, char- we charge no 6% numbers, and no that's numbers, No
1: it. numbers. No numbers.
0: Well, I can't say that. No numbers. P- even though they say that. Just
1: say X. Just say X. I charge
0: 0.0X 6%, right? Something like that. But the, po- the point is... The there point, is
1: no going rate.
0: There is no going rate, right? And but, commissions are negotiable. Right. But that has not... It, it, I know you're in NARS defense. Great. They, they say that. They are. In their defense, great. However, that has been a common cultural thing within real estate that this is what it costs to sell a house. Because of... And in Denver, it is 2.8, not 3.0. Because of
1: the agents who have been speaking out their... So
0: shouldn't had NAR at NAR. way early. <laughs>
1: By the time I'm done. <laughs>
0: um, it'll, it'll never get through this thick So, it d- But it's so not NAR. should they have pushed that earlier? They
1: have. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. They have. Okay. Their MLS policy, which is what has been, why they were sued. Yeah. Okay. Their MLS policy has always been that there has to be an offer of compensation. That's okay. it. They've never said how much. Hmm. They've only said that if you're using an MLS, you have to be transparent about what the offer of compensation is from the listing broker slash seller to the buyer's broker. Gotcha. Okay? That's it. But there, there's there been this pervasive discussion and language mm-hmm. like what you're saying. Yeah. Right? That, oh, um, we don't even talk about neg- no, um, commissions being negotiable because we, this is what I charge and I'm worth it. And so there. But okay, embed- what you wait, just wait.
0: said, I've heard a thousand times. Right.
1: Wait. But what's embedded in that negotiated commission Mm -hmm. is an amount for the buyer's broker. Yeah. So they have been, those agents have been price fixing a Mm. buyer's broker's commission for decades. Interesting. And it wasn't NAR's policy. NAR's policy just said, Hey, you are, if you're going to put something in our MLS, in any MLS, there has to be an offer of compensation. And so the outcome of the, Um, lawsuits Mm -hmm. that we can embrace immediately is, first of all, talk about what you're negotiating for and detach it from what the other side should be receiving and Mm. allow the seller the opportunity to make that decision. And we don't say things like, if you don't give the buyer's broker X, no one's going to show your house. That's crap. You can't talk like that. That's right. price fixing that. I mean, like the, literally that's the definition of antitrust. So we don't, we should not be saying those words. What we should honestly. I want us to
0: talk openly here, Liz. I feel like you're, you're holding back.
1: Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm probably flushed and, and yeah. because I'm passionate about this, Yes, it makes me crazy. If you look at our listing contract, exclusive right to sell listing contract says, look, I'm going to do all this stuff. And this is my negotiated commission. And if somebody else is willing to do half of this stuff for the buyer and I don't have to how much of my negotiated commission should go to that person okay and we we have to start breaking it apart and saying because I'm I'm sure there are folks who are listening to this who have at some point in their career had a seller say oh there wasn't a buyer's agent which means I only have to pay you that much I don't have to pay the buyer's agent I'm saving some money Mm -hmm. that's not what the contract says it says this is the job yeah and this is my negotiated commission for it. And if there's a buyer's broker, I'll give them some to pay for them doing that part of my job.
0: So you're saying you're saying that the homeowner, the home seller is not paying it, the listing agent is paying the buyer's agent.
1: Yeah it's, it's a portion of the negotiated commission even but though
0: it, on the closing disclosure it specifically shows this amount to the buying agent, this amount to the listing agent.
1: right. Because it's being paid from the seller to the listing agent. And then there's no, the problem, the disconnect is...
0: Then the, that the agent seller probably write the check for it. Uh,
1: there's one way of looking at it. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, look, seller has a right to decide how much that job's worth. Yeah. That buyer's side job's worth. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I am doing the whole job, right? Yeah. And I'm taking the whole commission. Okay, because if... if I have a buyer who gotcha. calls on a yep. yard sign. So I'm, ta- I'm and taking I'm buy side and list side. If I, right? The assumption okay. is this is my full negotiated commission, right? So the assumption is if I'm doing all this because I've got an unrepresented buyer who calls me on a yard sign and now I'm changing to be a transaction broker and I'm helping both of these folks get where they
0: want to go. Well, they should probably address that in the in the agreement as well because if you stop representing me solely, you're not worth as much to me any longer, right, as a, as a seller.
1: No, I'm still
0: worth I i, I all i'm, of say, the I'm stuff. saying you're definitely not worth it because you're not representing me solely. Well, I'm, I, but that's that's a that's a different topic. The topic that i'm the point that I'm trying to get at is that should all be lined out very clearly in the agency agreement of the the buyer's agency agreement, right? That should be super clear. If you turn in a transaction broker, it turns this. This much of the commission goes to them. This much of the commission goes to you as a listing agent. It should just be like maybe like a grid. You know what I mean? Of like, sure. here's exactly how it should look. Awesome. I, I mean,
1: I think that visually that would be fantastic. I think that I'm all
0: about visual for the most Pictures part, For would the be m- very helpful
1: <laughs> hand
0: this, this is a brownie <laughs> face. If you don't use me, yeah.
1: um, I would tell you that most of what you requested is actually in the in the contract. Okay. Okay. It's just that we're not explaining it well, and there is no graph. So what it's what. Here's here's the deal, yeah. right? I have absolutely 100% confidence in my ability to say, if I am only doing the part, right, right that is uh, representing you as uh, an agent or a transaction broker, Mr. Seller, then Mrs. Seller. I get Seller, paid this much. This is, this is what I want to negotiate for.
0: Okay.
1: Okay, from for my compensation. Now, if I'm not doing the whole job, how much do you think the buyer's agent's job is worth? Mm. Because that's what will put together and put in this line and then the buyer's agent job will go that much. You know, like their that compensation sounds messy is there. to me,
0: it sounds messy to you me know, because because it sounds messy because you could look at that and say, well, you know, I'm still going to charge you. We're not going to say number. Let's just say it was 6%. And if we were to do that, I'm worth 5.5 and they're only worth a half, but you're still paying the same thing. So it, it's, it's weird that the that it would all go to the listing agent. It seems like it should be. And again, I'm I'm a mortgage guy. All I do is look at numbers all day, every day. So obviously, you know, I'm not in the middle of that. However, if you looked at that and said, okay, as a seller, you are paying X amount to this and you're paying X amount to that that is also negotiable. This is also negotiable, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And these are two entirely different fees. So you're paying me to list your house and do all the things that I do to list your house and to present it good and to do pictures and to do open houses and everything else. But when somebody, and this is just the way I've always looked at it, I could be way off here, but it seems to me like the buyer's agent commission is like a marketing fee, right? Like it's just gonna, because if if you didn't pay that, you may as well be a FISBO, Right. Because you, you you can refuse to pay a buyer's agent commission. Right? Yes. Okay. As a as yes. a as a list as a seller. So if I'm a seller and I refuse to pay it, who in the right mind is going to show going to bring somebody to my house? But don't they have to?
1: Okay. So they have like to. It, just,
0: it seems messy to me. It,
1: it. So I hear what you're saying, and here's the way that that I think we should be talking about it. Okay. Because everything you just said is absolutely true. What I think we should be talking about is the fact that. Um, the job that buyer's agents do has value. Yes. Okay. It's very time intensive. It's a lot of work.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's... Especially in a, in a seller's market. You're yeah. By, you, you're driving all over the place. You're, just you're, just
1: yeah. thinking about how many offers for the same client yeah. I wrote a year and a half ago right?
0: You talk the, to, yeah. I'm doing 20 offers on houses and I'm bid over ask and I'm back and forth. And I'm and
1: negotiating and I'm doing all of my skill set along with all of the work work. 20 times. Right. Yeah. So, so there's a lot of value There's That is a job that is hard and mm-hmm. it should, that person should be compensated for it. Um, how much is it worth? How much is the seller willing to pay for it? Yeah. Okay. And because of the way our contracts are, are written it has to come through my commission, my li- the listing agent's commission. That's just okay. the way the form is written, right?
0: But that that can change with a cha- different form.
1: Well, forms change every, every year. Okay. Okay, but
0: okay.
1: Um, what I want to make sure that we're talking about is the fact that that the seller gets to decide what that job is worth. But I've, I'm the listing agent, and I don't want to do all that work. I would rather work with a buyer's agent who knows what they're doing and they could do that work. Mm -hmm. Right. Then I need to make sure that I'm selling the value of a buyer agent to my seller, quite Hmm. honestly, because I have to, first of all, say, look, this is the whole job, big picture. Not only are you getting, you know, the stuff like you're, you're getting, um, you, um, agency, uh, you're getting, (laughs) you, oh my gosh, I can't come up with the word um uniform holy yeah. cow you're getting all of my uniform duties which is section 5 of the contract you're getting I'm all making her my, flustered. yeah you're getting all of my agency fiduciary duties which is yeah. section 6 of the contract and you're getting all of my marketing you're getting all of this um, that also if i have an unrepresented buyer who comes to me and I you have guys, the buyer stuff too. I have to do the buyer stuff too so now, now to th- a degree to a degree because I cannot be an agent for the buyer and an agent for the seller mm-hmm. so I have to be able to communicate effectively the value to the seller for me to change to a transaction broker for both the seller a and the buyer form in that situation? I do it's called change of status form okay mm-hmm. but it talks about it in the listing contract right then and there it said mm-hmm. look do you want me to be able to do this or not because that impacts some gotcha. of the other stuff that I can do. Um, what I'm trying to basically say, though, is that I have to, I have to I have to negotiate for and justify the fee that I want to charge or I want to get to yeah. right, based on the whole scope of work. And nobody does that. We just only That's talk about the seller side. I haven't
0: actually heard it right uh, like that. And I've I've been hearing about this for 20 years, and I haven't heard that. Can I just throw one thing out here? Mm-hmm. I think that the lawsuit is absolute bullcrap. Yeah. It's 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 psychotic, and it, I, f- I feel like it's a uh, ambulance chasers. Again, sorry, attorneys, oh. if you're listening to this, I don't know your job, I don't know what you're doing, but to me, it's it's like it's like when in the mortgage world when there was uh, the you know the they called the Great Recession, the the housing uh, collapse, and everybody like I was I was lived in Denver at the time, and, and every on the news everything was like your loan officer, your loan officer in my head, and I was a loan officer in my head. I was like. We're just selling what countrywide was funding and what the politicians were allowing them to do. So how is it the individual loan officer right. at that point? And not only that, it has to do something with like the the homeowner, the the mortgage person that got the mortgage. They they, they have to accept a level of responsibility as well. So I look at that and I'm, I'm thinking. When I first heard about this, I thought well, this is ridiculous, right? But then it, it's becoming more. It's gaining a lot of traction. But it's just seems absurd it seems completely absurd and maybe it's the presentation but it seems absurd because you still got to pay it so you don't got to pay it right
1: but 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 you're right it is absurd i again think it's absurd because NER had nothing to do with this but they are the figurehead that represents a you know however many 1.5 million realtors across the country so who are they going to go for they're going to go for the the biggest brightest apple right um that makes sense, but it wasn't NAR's policy. Yeah. And it wasn't NER's fault. They never said you have to charge X. They never said this is how much you have to offer as a co op. Yeah. So so that really is tragic. It's the agents who were saying it wrong or who were saying it purposefully, like this is the total amount and seller, you have no choice in terms of this.
0: Shouldn't they go after the individual?
1: Well, that's a scary Agents. thought but it's also very challenging to do right
0: so so what does this mean locally what what, it to, lo- to an individual agent
1: yeah what it means locally is you have to have much better conversations with your seller and you need to start setting expectations properly from the get-go mm-hmm. okay you need to decouple the the buyers part of it from the listing part of it and be able to quite honestly sell your buyer agent partners on you uh, should over do a here. video
0: on this. A um, short, a short little, like, isn't three, that what we're doing? <laughs> well, this is like an hour. I mean, like a short, a short little yeah. video to like mm-hmm. almost, almost to where it's like, if you go like email this to all of your listing presentations before you get there and have them to where, you know, we can, we can check like on disclosures. And as an example, we have to deliver certain federal disclosures within certain timelines and they just click that they acknowledge that they received it you acknowledge that you saw this right shouldn't shouldn't a a remax like kw uh, these big places shouldn't they just have that as part of what they have to do
1: um um at red bell realty we have a disclosure document that all of my agents are to provide to buyers and sellers at the big you know at the very beginning of the conversation that goes over like basically five truths number one and the commissions always have been, always will be
0: negotiable. Is that on? That's the number one on your number plan. one
1: on the disclosure. Number two says, see, now I'm, I'm going to totally not do the numbers right, but number two basically says that um, sellers can decide how much they want to pay, if any, money to a buyer's agent who helps a buyer with their so side.
0: Let me ask you this though: if the if and maybe this is going down a path that is more lawyer-intensive and you don't want to go down here, but in, in, I'm curious. If they say, well, I don't want to pay that guy anything, uh-huh. then then does the listing agent who's trying to get the listing, or if they look at them and say, well, what is normal? What can I? No. Oh. Stop. Okay. There's no normal. Isn't there statistics so again, on, on the MLS, specifically under BAC for Buyer Agent Commission, that you can pull that specifically says what the average... BAC is. So here's a so better way of normal. handling that. Okay? okay. Here's a
1: better way. Yeah. What I say is I is I have printed off MLS sheets mm-hmm. from what your neighbors have offered as buyer commission, just to give you some context. Do
0: you wink when you give them that? I
1: do not. <laughs> I print real live MLSs. <laughs> and honest to God, Tim, like lately, yep. there's a wide variety of numbers you're going to see really? for that co-op.
0: It's not just that it same, is not that same number. cookie cutter thing every the, time. Th-
1: times have changed. Wow. Okay. And okay. so what I do is I say, look, this is just for context, but here's what your neighbors have done. And so yep. here's a couple of MLSs from over here. the last year. Here's MLS sheets. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, like, and this is should in no way tell you what to do. And I just want to give for you some clients. Yeah. It's, okay. it's transparent through the MLS. You okay. can see what the co-op commission to a buyer's agent or a buyer's transaction brokers is.
0: So what you're saying is the data is there. You can show them the data. You can present the data. You just can't talk about the data.
1: I'm not going to give you my opinion on that. You
0: are handling this so
1: good. I'm Liz. So I, glad.
0: I'm <laughs> throwing you so many curveballs. But, ha- but I, was, I, most people. I most people would cower. You, you are. Hell no. You're, hand- not you're handling this quite well. I've seen so. Tim
1: on like I don't know two Tom Collins, and he's like crazy. So happy <laughs> <entered. you> now.
0: <laughs>
1: um, So we all feel good about that, right? So I'm not going to throw them to the wolves, um, but I'm not going to tell them this is normal. This is what you should. No way, Jose. And now because of the lawsuits, it's how much, if any, you want to give to a buyer's agent. Now, everybody's running around like chickens with their heads cut off because what does that mean for buyer agents? Buyer yeah. agents need to be able to show their value. And they need to be able. What if to communicate you see five hundred dollars
0: on the MLS? Are you going to go show that house? That's
1: what you better because if you have an agency agreement, that's what you've agreed to do to put your client's you, best
0: interests above your own. But can't you also on that on that buyer's agreement? And correct me if I'm wrong again can't you say that if they're not willing to pay me, you're willing to pay me?
1: Absolutely.
0: So you're going to get, so you can figure out how to so get here So here we go. So you go and say, hey, look, you can do that, but you're going to have to pay me three grand because they're only going to pay Because
1: 7.3.1 on your buyer agency contract mm-hmm. had better be checked. That says, God, I hope I got that number right. Yeah. And it's not 7.3.3. Point point three. I was yeah, getting that stuff. I'm going to fact check. It's you. the one that says that the um, buyer is obligated. Like, the whole big outcome from all of this should be that if every single person representing a buyer is not checking, buyer is obligated, they're shooting themselves in the foot. Okay?
0: so Are realtors still taking people out that are not under buyer agency agreements? Do they still do that? I think they do. I think they
1: really do. I think that um, not not any Red Bull agents, of course, <laughs> but I really think they do. I wish I could do. put
0: people under contract when they do a pre-qualification with me. That would be awesome.
1: I think that folks, um, you know, licensees are worried that um, nobody's going to sign their buyer agency contract. That's a load of hooey. Hmm. And it's really pervasive in different states. Like I used to I used to talk to folks who uh, did real estate in Texas. They never did buyer agencies. Never. Really? Really? It was a completely optional document. That's not how it is here in Colorado. It is yeah. not an optional document. You know,
0: there's in in Florida we had a transaction where we were the we were the um, lender, obviously in Florida. And the I can't remember the exact all of the details, but it basically came down to this: at clo- or after closing, or maybe it was right before closing, a realtor pops up out of the woodwork. Never heard of him. Never talked to him. And he says make sure that I'm getting X amount of dollars. I'm like, dude, I'm just looking at the contract. Like that's the title company, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't dictate that. Mm -hmm. The title company is going to say who gets what he's like, no, I, um, I, I had a, it was like a meaningful and intentional conversation on this date with them about it. And in, Florida statutes in real estate is if you have a meaningful sum that you are entitled to uh, even with no buyer's agency agreement. I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not an agent down there. You guys go fight whatever you want. I just know we're getting a good deal on the mortgage. So, yeah, holy we're smokes.
1: We're yeah, we're lucky. But like I said, like yeah. they're running like cowboys with no with no um, formal agreements that explain the responsibilities and rights that are involved in that in that relationship, yeah. you know? And and that to me is the is the deal if you're so worried yeah. that a buyer isn't going to want to work with you
0: mm-hmm. to the
1: degree that they want to lock you down cuz you're hot shit and they want to make sure you they got your swear. time Good right yeah. you know that that um like you should own that completely i'm not going yeah. to I'm not going to work for you if you don't want to hire me.
0: But (laughs) doesn't the seller or the buyer have the option to do a very short term agreement with you? Like I I want a two week agreement with you. Yeah. They could do it for the
1: weekend and make sure that we like each other before we get married. You know, like let's just do it for the weekend. Speed dating. Speed dating. You like me. I like you. Then we'll extend this. I'm I'm happy. You know, like this does not have to be a full year right out the gate.
0: So real estate agents in Colorado Springs, Number one, you're saying should just chill and not worry too much. Let our fight their battle.
1: But, and, but... But
0: be very, very, very clear. And again, this is my interpretation of what you're saying. Relax. Go to your job. But do a way better job at explaining that what, what this buyer agent commission or this listing agent commission actually is. Explain it very, very clear. And maybe go meet with your managing broker or go talk to somebody down at PPAR and say, do you have some guidance? Do you have pamphlets? What do I oh, need to do here? heck
1: yeah. You can go on CARS' website. You can go to the National Association of Realtors' website. I think it's competition competition.realtor, where they've got... F- consumer facing materials, um, their consumer facing websites, even you can steer your clients there and let them learn all of that stuff as well. It's a great resource. Mm. So what I would say is, look, don't freak out just yet, but you have yeah. to change your language. You have to start breaking things apart and making sure that sellers and that you have communicated, mm-hmm. like follow up with an email now, just to recap, Yeah. you understand that And that's why I have the
0: disclosure document, right? We get, you, we, we're very good at that in lending. <clears throat> just to recap just our conversation. Just to recap our conversation. That way in four weeks when you come back, yeah, you didn't come yeah. up with something in your head that somebody else said. Yeah, yeah. you
1: understand, Mr. Seller, that you get to choose
0: mm-hmm.
1: how much you want to pay a buyer's agent. Um, I'm going to, you know, that we have negotiated and my commission is X, right? And that that's what I get if I'm doing the whole deal. And that yeah. if there is a buyer's agent, this is what I'm getting. Because they're taking over half of the work, responsible yeah. or you know, basically that side of the transaction, and I don't have to do it. We're basically subcontracting that to somebody and, and the, else. And the
0: realtor has the option to say, "I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna list your house if you're only really paying me that much." And to, I can,
1: I have the right to, to negotiate and to say, "I'm, you know, for 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 my side." Yeah my my employing broker my brokerage firm's policy and procedure manual says that I can negotiate between here and here and so this is what I'm doing this is what my value is and I can negotiate for so this it's piece always of it.
0: negotiable but maybe has a floor and a ceiling
1: yeah okay. by 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 company okay uh, only by company
0: okay so a, com- a company could go in and say we list at 6% for all of our agents and then or between 5.9 and 5.999 and you say here's my here, here's what I can, you know, this is what we charge.
1: So here's what it should say. Okay. It should say that for a listing commission, agent, the the listing agent or the listing transaction broker
0: mm-hmm.
1: can negotiate for that side between X and Y. Okay. Where it's it's not the number you're saying. It's their portion of that. Do you understand mm-hmm. what yeah, I'm yes, saying? Yes, yes, I do. And then that, okay. that additionally... Sellers can decide how much the job for a buyer's agent or buyer's transaction broker is worth. Yeah. And that we don't care. That's the problem. That's the difference. The difference is that I can't give you any kind of, I can't drive that for you. I'm not going to tell you what you have to offer because that's price fixing. And that's why lawsuits. Yeah. I can say, here's some MLS sheets, here's some history and some context, but this is a no way to, to, Tell you what to do. Yeah. It's just to give you some idea. It's completely up to you. And understand that if you want to offer $0 compensation to a buyer's agent, this is the part where your ears yeah. should go up. They did. Inside VA, the,
0: they, they just inside did. Yeah.
1: VA buyers are not yeah. allowed to pay their agent. So if VA buyers are not allowed to pay their agent a commission, mm-hmm. and you, Mr. Seller, are not able or willing to pay. An agent, a buyer's agent, a commission. Then how is a VA buyer going to get representation?
0: Or even if it's any buyer, and if you're if you're only because as a seller, oh well, geez, I'll pay you half a point, right? That's all you're worth. Well, as the listing agent trying to get the listing, you can say, okay, that's fine. We can pay half a point, but they probably have and and they and the realtor still has to show the properties. That's cool, but they have an agreement with their buyers of whatever three percent, right? And if we're only offering a half a percent then these buyers may decide not to buy it because now they're going to have to cut a big check for the difference Right. Which, no matter what kind of loan they're getting it's right. paying so, a big difference
1: so um I- 100% agree with what you just said minus the numbers right so what we're saying is look somebody's going to have to pay that person that buyer's agent or buyer's TB because An that job amount. yeah well that job that job is worth money we have all agreed that it's hard work and it's worth money if you're not willing to pay it Mr. seller that's fine um, we're just going to communicate that but understand that somebody's going to pay it and if the mm-hmm. buyer can't pay his agent Let's say he legally is not allowed to, Yeah. first of all, can we...
0: Either way, they can't.
1: Can we morally or, or even legally offer VA terms if you're not willing to pay, to pay a buyer's agent on a VA loan? Right. Because the buyer can't pay. So now I don't think that we can even offer VA terms. I'll
0: pay. A so
1: here is my question for you, yeah. Tim. In your just it, from what you know for your business, yeah. what percentage of your loans were VA loans in this year or last probably year? Probably
0: th- twenty-five to thirty-five percent.
1: Okay, so then I would say, you know, Mister Seller, you are probably going to effectively exclude twenty-five to thirty-five percent of the buyer pool.
0: Yeah.
1: By doing this, it's completely your right to do it. I'm, and you like all I have to do? You just tell me I'm gonna put it right here. But just know that I can't check also, the box. Also, I may not VA accept terms. your listing at this point. No, I mean, listen, I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. And it's not because I'm desperate for work. It's just yeah. that my job is to inform.
0: Yeah.
1: And as long as my client is doing things legally, yeah, and I'm giving have, them the you advice have an they unlicensed, need.
0: Unlicensed. You should have an unlicensed. Uh, speaker or like like seller advocate that just they're, they're an independent job where they just go around to all the listing presentations and say look what she's trying to tell you without telling you because i'm not even licensed is this continue liz
1: yeah that's giving legal advice i don't know if anyone sticks their <laughs> neck out on the chopping block yeah. to do something like that. but do you see where i'm coming yeah, from
0: yeah i got gotcha. you right
1: like so we have to say look it's it's your call yeah i'm here to do it but you need to know the ramifications
0: so don't freak do a better job.
1: Don't freak. Do a better job. Communicate yeah. more more specifically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Well, I appreciate you being on our show today. I
1: had a hoot. I mean, <laughs> like, this is <laughs> it
0: fun. A, it was a good time. So thank you very much. And remember, you can catch us every single week at agentsuccesspodcast.com. Thank you very much, Liz. And how do people get a hold of you if they have questions on what you do?
1: Uh, they could call me at 719-351-5077. If you are a new real estate agent and you'd like to learn more about coaching, you can visit Liz. Bowen she
0: prefers phone calls uh, at dinner hours <laughs> after a long day of work.
1: Or yeah. you can email me, which yeah. is much nicer. <laughs> the, the,
0: the uh, and you can always it,
1: yeah. email me at Liz at
0: redbowrealtyusa.com. And there's nothing you're going to throw at Miss Liz here that she's not going to be able to effectively <laughs> navigate and handle. And it just hits and she just keeps going.
1: I'm going to so. have my lawyer review this video.
0: <laughs> before. before. <laughs> well, thank you, Liz.
1: Thank you. All right.
0: That wraps up another episode of Agent Success Podcast. Remember, you can find new episodes each week at agentsuccesspodcast.com. We hope you found the insights and best practices shared today truly valuable. And if you did, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Remember, your success is a journey of learning and improvement. So let's keep hustling, thriving, and learning. Until next week, this is Tim Chase.